Good morning, Mountain View. Uh, Welcome back to Daily Bread, our devotional podcast. This is our second episode, and uh, I'm tremendously enjoying uh, recording these episodes and getting this uh, material together for you. I hope that it's a blessing to you, whatever you may be doing today. I hope that you find that uh, this time, whether it's five minutes, ten minutes, or like last time, a little bit longer, maybe 15 minutes, uh, maybe you can carve out a little time to uh, spend some time in God's Word and, and thoughts and prayer surrounding these devotional thoughts. And so we do appreciate you uh, listening and tuning in. Please share this with anybody you know. May get a blessing from it. And we just hope and pray that you will be helped uh, through God's Word today. A while back, while I was... Uh, we were still prior to being elected as your pastor. I had a lot of different thoughts and a lot of different things come to my mind. And I had just this little message God gave me and uh, wrote it all down and had it all kind of my notes wrote out on a little little scrap piece of paper. And I just kind of left it kind of to the wayside for a little while and uh, had honestly just kind of forgotten about it and thought about it the other day and pulled it out. And I thought, well, this will be perfect for the podcast. So I hope this is a blessing to you as we look into Matthew chapter number 19, verse 13 and verse 14. The Bible says, then were there brought unto him little children, talking about Jesus, uh, that he should put his hands on them and pray And the disciples rebuked him, but Jesus said, Suffer little children, and forbid them not to come unto me, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. I've mentioned recently, recently, and I'll say it again, children are the treasury, are the heritage, are the deposit given to us as, as parents, grandparents, or as the church. Uh, They are blessings given to us. They are the future of our families. They are the future of the family of God. And they are God's treasured little children. And so I'd like to give you this thought this morning. Just a little thought of love or guard the little children. Guard the little children. Where Jesus says, suffer little children and forbid them not to come unto me. For of such is the kingdom of heaven. Christ looks at us, even as adults, as his little children. And he loves us and he cares about us. Um, But we know and we understand of a a spiritual nature, we're all children. But we also understand in a physical nature, there is a great difference between children and grown adults. There's just a difference. That's all there is to it. And so even his disciples at this point, they were getting on to these children for uh, running around Christ and and, uh, – you know, people had brought him, uh, brought these children to him, and uh, they wanted him to to touch them and and to pray pray for them. And the disciples, the ones you wouldn't expect to rebuke uh, the the people that brought the children or rebuke the children, you wouldn't expect it, but they did. They uh, they thought, well, this is Jesus. Don't I mean, don't don't bother him with this situation, or whatever. Do we not often overlook the children? Uh, things happen in families and and marriages are broken and difficulties come up and divorces take place. And it's the children oftentimes that pay the price of a broken home. Uh, Things happen in the church. People disagree. People uh, don't like one another anymore. People find uh, that they're at odds. They run into problems one with another. And it's oftentimes the children that 
pay the price because uh, the adults are so caught up and so busy with their issues and their problems and what they're dealing with. They're so busy with themselves, they don't think about the children. And that's what's so unfortunate is, uh, and that's why many children grow up and they don't want anything to do with church. They don't want anything to do with the Christian life. Uh, they don't want anything to do with the family of God because just like at home, they've been overlooked. And so I believe it's important for us when we live in a world recently preached about our adversary, the devil, and how he is seeking whom he may devour. He is looking for us. And I believe if he, he wants us, as we said in that message, he wants our relationship with God. He wants our marriage, but he knows if he can get our children, if he can get the kids uh, in this church and get them distracted on worldly things. And it's happening at a younger and younger age. If Satan can get a hold of them at a young age, he can truly control them for much, uh, much of their lives. He and he's done it. He's proven that he's had. He's got the capability to do it. So that's why this morning we think guard the little children, where he says, "Suffer little children, forbid them not to come unto me, for of such is the kingdom." Of heaven, the kingdom of heaven is full of little children. In a a spiritual mindset, like I said, we're all children, and so that's how we come to Christ. And so we we, should, we ought not turn them away. We ought to ought to lift them up. We ought to promote them. We ought to love them. We ought to care for them. We ought to ask them how they're feeling and what they're going through. Because if we don't, somebody in the world will. The devil will use somebody in the world too that will care about them. And then they'll end up in all kinds of, uh, of, of, of wild things that they should never have been, been in to begin with. And so as, as we see in Ephesians 6, it says, And you fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. If the kingdom of heaven is full of little children, then uh, that example where it says, bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. We need to love them, understanding and knowing that we're all little children. But on this earth, those that are small, those that are young, those that uh, are not to an age where they, they fend for themselves yet, we need to protect them. We need to guard three things uh, we th I think of this morning. We need to guard their heart. We need to guard their heart. Like I said, the devil will, uh, he, he's sending his devices and he's sending his darts towards our children because he wants to control their heart. He wants to control their heart. If you raise a child, as it says, uh, if you provoke them, not, uh, not your children to wrath, you bring them up in the nurture of admonition of the Lord, I believe most of the time your children, and more times than not, your children will grow up and they, they, they will hopefully have a heart for Christ. They'll, they'll have a desire to live for him. They'll have a desire to serve him. And if we bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord at home and in a church, I believe that they will want, they will want to have more of a relationship with him. We've got to guard their heart, remembering that such is the kingdom of heaven. Turn them, don't turn them away. Don't, don't, don't tell them to, to, to hush. Let them, let them speak up because he loves them. And we need to love them and we need to remember them and we not, need not look over them and forget about them, but lift them up and guard their heart. At a young age, if we can settle that we love them and we're lifting them up and we're promoting uh, Christ through the children, we can guard their heart and make it much harder for the devil to get a hold of them. Next, guard their mind. 
And parents, this is so much at home, and I'm I'm not to this stage yet in, in my parenthood, but guarding their mind. The war right now spiritually is the war for the mind. He, Our adversary, he knows if he can get a hold of our mind and our thoughts and the things that go through our head, if he can feed us with stuff that we're not blocking out, he can control us. He may not be able to have our heart as a saved Christian. He may not be able to touch our soul, but... He certainly can touch our mind. And he's doing that with children younger and younger and younger. My mother works in, uh, in a social services type job and uh, through, through the school, local school system in the county where we live. And in her job, we hear about kids second grade, third grade involved in pornography and, and drugs because it's in the home. It's in the heart and it's in the mind of the mom and dad in the home. So by virtue and by, by situation, it, it's in the mind and in the heart, almost bred into the children in that home. We must guard their mind because, my goodness, a, a 10-year-old exposed to pornography, their mind will never be the same. It's forever warped. Thankfully, Christ can redeem from those things, but we need to guard the minds of our children. And whether that means turning off something on TV or, or turning off something we're listening to or turning off something that we're playing or start whatever it is, we need to guard the minds of our children. We need to guard the minds of our children. If we can guard their heart, if we can guard their mind, finally we can guard their future. We can guard their future. Raising the children up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord requires us to live right. And when we live right and we serve right and we serve holy in God's house, that's what it's going to require. We can't we can't not be in the service of God and bring our children up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. We've got to be living for him in order to bring our children up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. To teach them right from wrong, to love them, to care for them, to be there for them. We've got to be living for him ourselves. If we live for him, we follow God's word, we forbid them not, remembering that the kingdom of heaven, we're all but little children to Christ. On this earth, we can guard their heart, we can guard their mind, and we can guard their future. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day.